Does Jose Alvarado own Madison Square Garden after that performance in the Pelicans' big victory over the Knicks? He just might. Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Friday, what a way to end the week. A bit of a weird week for me. I'm actually it's still struggling to record, but I really wanted to talk about this one because what a fun game. What a fun Victory, just like good vibes all around. That's perfect on a Friday. That's what we want here. And that's what the Pelicans got in their 102-91 victory over the New York Knicks with Jose Alvarado showing out. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms five days a week, Monday through Friday. No paywall, just free Pelicans talk, shooting you straight, giving you the truth about everything going on around this team, particularly Zion, listen to yesterday's show. But today we're going to focus on a lot of positives with Jose Alvarado, with Herb Jones, with Brandon Ingram, because they were all great in this game. And this was just, I don't know, a really fun, happy victory, 102-91. On a day that the Pelicans on their official Twitter announced they get like a shipment of Herb Jones jerseys in, it's, the, it's another rookie who leads this team to a big victory. Jose Alvarado, undrafted, four-year player at Georgia Tech. He's 22. Jackson Hayes is like two years younger than him, basically. You have this guy, who had started off playing in Birmingham, was around the team a little bit, and then gets kind of forced into a larger role due to injuries to Kyra Lewis Jr. and then COVID stuff to Tomas Sadoransky and has looked incredible since. And it kind of culminates on this night this game he was outstanding 13 points on the night on six of nine shooting four assists four steals zero turnovers he was a monster defensively getting up on guys poking the ball loose and trying to lead a fast break that way he was aggressive at running the pick and roll in the half court and if you don't think that's important look notice that Jackson Hayes looked better in this game when he was doing that little two-man game with Jose Alvarado, having a guard that's competent and can run the pick and roll, a really good thing here for the New Orleans Pelicans. So having a guy that can kind of fill that role, awesome. All right, Jose Alvarado, by the way, plus 12 off the bench. He was outstanding, made his shots, and he showed everything. He made a floater, he made threes, he scored at the rim. He could, he showed kind of like everything in his bag. It definitely helped that the Knicks were just... Like garbage. They looked so bad in this one. But still, you got to perform. Madison Square Garden's probably an intimidating place. And Jose Alvarado's hometown New York guy, right? He had 20 friends and family at the next at the Nets game, which Josh Hart bought those tickets for him. For this one, expensive ass tickets, right, in Madison Square Garden. Jose Alvarado is not making a ton of money as a two-way player. 20 tickets is like a chunk of his salary. And instead, Brandon Ingram decides to buy him for him and takes care of it because 
They love him. He is their teammate. And in the interview after, you you saw him almost cry because it was just such a great feeling that the team has embraced him like this and wanted to do these wonderful gestures for one of their brothers, one of their teammates. That is an absolutely awesome, awesome, awesome thing. By the way, it was three years at Georgia Tech for Jose Alvarado. What a really freaking cool thing. Like, that's so awesome. I love to see that. It makes me a little bit frustrated that, you know, Zion Williamson's not with the team. When this is kind of the vibe and the atmosphere and maybe culture, maybe chemistry, whatever word you want to use, is being built here and he's not part of that. Actively choosing not to be part of that. But these guys are embracing one another. I love that. You should love that. This was probably one of the most fun games we had seen in a while, right? If they had lost this and Jose Alvarado had this kind of game, would you have been, like, how upset would you have been? Obviously, you would have liked the win, but you probably still would have enjoyed this game, I think. And I, I kind of contrast it, right, to what we're seeing with the Los Angeles Lakers right now. They had their worst loss losing to, I forget who it was the other night, right? Denver Nuggets, maybe? And I saw a lot of the Lakers people being like, I hate this season. We're going to make the playoffs. We're somewhat entitled contention, and I hate watching this team this year. And I saw a number of people say, I loved watching the baby Lakers, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and some of the other young guys, Kuzma too, trying to figure out and win games and just kind of growing on a night-to-night basis. That year was more fun when they weren't good than this year where they have a much better record. I get that, right? It's fun to cheer and root for these young guys and watch their development, sometimes in real time. And you saw that with Jose Alvarado. He has, without a doubt, claimed the backup point guard spot. I've seen a lot of people say maybe he should start. I'm not willing to go there just yet. I think part of what makes him a little bit effective right now is the fact that he's going against second units a lot, though he did close this game and looked good against Knicks starters at the end. But again, the Knicks were just trashed tonight last night. So I don't know if he were a starter, if he would be this effective. And so I hesitate to put him in that kind of role just yet, but he wasn't bad against the starters. And so it makes you think a little bit, and maybe that's something they should try at some point. You know, if Josh Hart or Devonte Graham become injured, or maybe you just want to mix it up to see Devonte Graham come off the bench and have Jose Alvarado out there with the starters to see how he does could be a good thing. I think with a healthy Brandon Ingram, and we'll talk about that coming up, because who knows right now, you don't need as much creation because you have B.I. there to do it. And he was putting on a passing clinic, right, in this one. So I think you could use that creation more with the second unit because Nah is definitely not that guy. So I don't know if he would, would be as effective with the starters, but man, he was impressive in this one. And to do it, you know, in, in probably the arena that he like has admired his whole life. What, what a damn show, man. Like, like, tip of the hat, you know, give him all of his flowers here. He was just flat out awesome. This was one of the more fun wins of the season because of him. A guy I've been somewhat high on over the past couple of weeks, right? I was claiming he should get minutes before they really started giving him minutes. That was more due to how bad Sadoransky was. But clearly it was, the, it was the right decision, and I'm glad Willie Green has stuck with him. So let's talk about Brandon Ingram coming up. Injured in this one. Is it going to be a serious injury? Is it not? I'll give you guys the latest of what I have here. And then how he played in this one in the third segment. We'll talk a couple uh, other notes and things from this game. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Bet Online. 
Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, write your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day, five days a week, no pay while we're free. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. You need both sides of it. you got to get past the box score. It's not going to tell you everything you need to know. You miss a lot of the context around Jose Alvarado if you're doing that. So listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. All right, continuing to talk about the Pelicans' 102-91 win over the New York Knicks. We just went over the biggest story, which was Jose Alvarado, and just what an absolutely awesome night for that kid. Like I'm, like I don't know, it's just a feel-good story. Like, I want to give him a hug. I thought he was that great in this one. Brandon Ingram was good though. His box score, again, this is why you can't just look at it. Definitely doesn't tell the whole story, right? 15 points on four of 10 shooting is bad. Though he did get to the line a bunch, six of eight from free from from the charity stripe. Finished with five rebounds, six assists, three turnovers, one steal. He was putting on a passing clinic in the second and third quarters before he hurt his right ankle. He didn't return to the game. After the game, Willie Green said there was no chance they could have put him back into the game, which worries me a little bit. This is different foot ankle than what was hurting him earlier on in the year, however. So maybe that's a bit of a a silver line. So his shooting was off. He didn't have the scoring going on in this one. But man, he's still good. He was putting on a passing clinic. He looked so in command, right? He His basketball IQ has felt like it's gone up. He was making the right read, making the right passes, and oftentimes waiting for his teammates, and this shows trust in them, to get to the right spot where he could zip them the ball. Whether it was to the deep corner, the shallow corner, right by the break, wherever it was, or a cutter, right? He was waiting for them to get to that spot. Basically, you're almost trying to do like telepathy, right? Like the mind meld of go go over there, go over there, please, please go over there. And they do it. That requires a lot of trust, right? If Brandon Ingram doesn't think those guys are going to go there, or they don't, let's say, and he's stuck holding onto the ball, it's probably a turnover. Or if he doesn't think they're going to go there, he's going to force a shot that's not a good look. But he's having trust in his teammates, and those teammates are delivering on that. That is only something you build with reps in practice, spending time together, understanding your teammates' uh, tendencies. Chris Paul's a master of this. He knows exactly where guys want to get the ball on the court and then in their bodies. Do they like to catch the ball low? Do they like to catch it high, middle? Chris Paul knows all of that. You're, You're not seeing Brandon Ingram at that level, but... You're seeing an evolution of his game, and the basketball IQ feels like it's going up a little bit. Again, this is why you want Zion here. This is why him being in Portland, no, is not a good thing. You're missing a lot of this stuff. But Brandon Ingram is reaping the benefits of it. Guys like Herb Jones, right, who's good in this one too, Alvarado are all reaping the benefits of this. And Brandon Ingram is the captain of the ship right now and making all of the right decisions on what they need to be doing. 
don't let the bad shooting night, and he's had a couple of bad shooting nights fool you. He's been playing really good basketball despite all of that. And that's something that is super, super impressive from him. Again, it doesn't show up in the box score, but he has been really good because of that. He also has a nice little thing going with Herb Jones, right? Herb Jones, 11 points on seven shots, four assists, three rebounds, three steals for him. He commits a little, few too many fouls, and the rest were weird in this one. They really wanted to call fouls against the Pelicans and not for the Pelicans. Pelicans had 22 free throws attempted. The Knicks had 36. They had like a 12 free throw disparity in the first half. Whatever, right? Like, who, who cares? Because they won. But it was weird. Part of it is just you've got these kind of young, unproven guys that I think haven't earned the benefit of the doubt of a call, even though that shouldn't really be a thing. But it is. And Herb Jones, once he makes, you know, the all-rookie team, maybe kind of starts to get looked at. I doubt he makes it for the, you know, all-defensive squad. Eventually, that'll change, and he'll get he'll, he'll not get called on these kind of phantom whistles, things like that, when people really start to understand that dude's just a, a very, very good defender, and, yeah, you've got to kind of treat him as such. And that'll come with time. You don't expect that that rookie year. But, yeah, kind of annoying that he doesn't get that that kind of respect from the refs just yet. So a couple other notes that I want to talk about coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. The hell has happened to Julius Randle, by the way. And then Jonas Valanciunas, really good too. We'll talk Nikhil, we'll talk Josh Hart, um, Jackson Hayes, and a couple of others. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better. I'm like looking if you're watching me on YouTube because I just had a box delivered today of them. I was trying to grab it. Um, It tastes even better than a candy bar. I got the raspberry cheesecake bar. These things are going to be awesome. White chocolate raspberry cheesecake. You're going to think you're eating a candy bar, except you're eating something healthy for you. So if you have those cravings of sugar, chocolate, snacks, where it's not really going to work for what your New Year's resolutions are, what you're trying to accomplish in the new year, grab a Built Bar instead. You won't feel bad about it. It's not going to cause you any sorts of issues or anything like that. In fact, you're eating something good for you that's going to satisfy those cravings. And it makes it even easier to eat healthy because you're going to be looking forward to eating these things. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most of the bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to other bars or candy bars. Built Bars win every time, and they're the best tasting. So keep a couple with you whenever you have those cravings, but just want to try and keep eating healthier. And go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. This is the promo code I just used. And I got 15% off my order. And you can do the exact same thing. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off over at Built.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms five days a week, Monday through Friday. You're excited. You wanted to listen to this show like the second after the game ended. I'm still recovering from everything. And we delivered the show. No one else is doing that, right? You're not able, less than an hour after the game, hear more about it, to talk about it, unless you're joining Chris Connor's spaces, which you should be doing, and I want to be in there more, but I want to get this out for you right away. Those are the two places that are doing it, right? Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Leave a five-star review with a comment and tell a friend about the show as well. So we're talking about the Pelicans' 102-91 win over the New York Knicks. Nice way to end the road trip on a positive vibe. Jose Alvarado, star of the night. Brandon Ingram, despite limited minutes and an injury, 
and bad shooting night. Played pretty damn good. Herb Jones, awesome. Another guy, solid. Jonas Valanciunas, 18 points on 11 shots. He made a three in this one. 10 rebounds for his 31st triple-double of the year. Love it, right? When you get competent guard play, notice he doesn't fade away. Notice when you have a guard that is playing downhill and trying to be aggressive and create for others, guard, right? Jose Alvarado. Good things happen to the rest of the roster. There have been games where we don't really see them go through Valanciunas a ton because the guards can't do it because there's subpar play from them, right? You even saw it from Devontae Graham, who's 0 for 7 from 3 in the first half before hitting 4 straight in the, in the second half to finish 4 of 10 from 3. 5 of 16, though, from the field. But hey, he did score in the paint, one bucket. You need more consistency from him. He doesn't drive. He doesn't get going downhill. He had one assist on the night. If you're going to have an off-shooting night, you got to try and impact other ways. He did not do that. Jose Alvarado stepping up, playing in that kind of lead guard role, even though that's not what he truly is. Good things happen. Jonas Valanciunas reaping the benefits of that a little bit. Same for Jackson Hayes. Six points on three of four shooting. Good guard play makes big men look better. It's not, you know, there's there's nothing revolutionary about that concept, right? Like, that's not a secret or anything like that. Garrett Temple, by the way, sucked in this one. He didn't shoot. And in 11 minutes of action, minus seven. Just, they need another guard. I don't know if there's another option right now. I, I don't think there is, unless they sign someone else to a two-way deal that's another guard. They tried that. They didn't really like those guys. And now you've got... Gary Clark on that two-way contract, but he wasn't great in this one either. So I think you're stuck with it now till you get to the trade deadline and maybe make a move for guard to kind of solidify the backcourt a little bit. But they need something like that, certainly, because Nikhil wasn't the answer either. One of four for just four points, though he did have four assists and tried to be a little bit more aggressive in this one, helped by getting some easy transition um, assists in there, which is good. Make the right read, make the easy pass, get the points and cruise to a victory. And then what has happened to Julius Randle. Go back. This is where you want to look at the stats. Go to basketball-reference.com and look up his numbers from last year. He was very, very deserving to be most improved player and to be on the All-NBA team. His numbers were incredible last year. You don't remember how good they were. He was one of nine in this one. Four total points. You saw Brandon Ingram on him. You saw Herb Jones on him at times, too. They did not, and you even saw Josh Hart on him. They did not shy away from him, and they played great defense on him. He's lost, like, all of his confidence this year, and that probably helps a little bit, but, man, he had an awful game. Just, I don't know what's happened to him, but he is not nearly the same player as last year, and that's kind of disappointing because he was so good last year, but, uh that's uh, how it goes sometimes, and I'll take it if it means the Pelicans are going to get the victory. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans, this week of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for bearing with me as I've been recovering from surgery on Monday. I'm glad we got a couple of shows out for you. You knew I wasn't going to miss this one because that was such a fun win. And Jose Alvarado, awesome. Hopefully they get Jose Alvarado jerseys. And there, Brandon Ingram, by the way, I just saw this, gave Jose Alvarado's brother his jersey because his brother is such a huge fan of Brandon Ingram. The chemistry, all of that stuff is, is really good here. And Zion, I'll leave you with this, is choosing not to be a part of it. Are you okay with that? Because a lot of you seem to be. I'm not. 
All right, as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all on Monday.